Welcome to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast, proudly brought to you by the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company. Thank you for joining us today in our search for what makes a great communicator. I'm your host, Joel Silverstone, and every episode we'll be speaking with leaders and experts on how they were able to use their communication skills to inspire, create trust, collaboration, and influence others all in a respectful manner. How did they do it? What did they do to get better? How did they adapt? Where did they fail? Listeners and viewers, if you are looking to improve your communication skills and take those steps to being the next great leader in business, you're in the right place. Enjoy the podcast. This is going to sound familiar. Is your default setting to jump in and solve your teams, your colleagues, your friends' problems like right here, right now? Well, this was a shift for Alison Dell, who believed that her job was to save people. Well, in fact, what we're going to learn in this episode is how she used her words and her intentions and meeting people where they were at. And that's what mattered about building trust and resilience in others and within your organization. And I love this quote from the episode from Alison, where she says, your words are far less important than the words of the people around you. Alison Dell is the head of human resources at Cineplex, and she has over 20 years of experience leading high-performing teams, spearheaded award-winning global programs, uh, and she and her team have been recognized with an array of prestigious awards. This is a top leadership episode today about mindset and the communication skills, uh, and we're going to learn more about that. And definitely do stick around to listen to Allison's failure tada moment. And as always, at the end of the episode, we share our three stars, which are the three takeaways that you can take from today's episode and start to put it into practice. And of course, our next step, which is something you're going to be able to implement right away. Let's meet. Allison Dell. Welcome to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast, Allison Dell. Thank you, Joel. Happy to be here. Well, it's so good to have you here. And we are going to be going on the journey of being intentional with the words and, and really talking about, very exciting, you're in a new role, you're in HR, you come into this new role as the leader of HR at Cineplex, and it's a pandemic. You're in a business that it was challenged, very challenging during that period of time. Um, and there's been some lessons along the way for you as you've gone into this role from, you know, from learning. And now you're the head of HR at Cineplex. And you, you talk about being intentional with your words and with your, with your mindset, too, which is a, a big part of that. So can you, can you tell us a bit more about that? Sure. So um, prior to taking on the role of head of HR last November, so I've really only been in the position for about nine months or so, um, I was the head of talent and learning at Cineplex. And I used to say I was kind of the captain of the cheer squad, that uh, the work that I did was always, um, it was about cultivating culture and uh, and developing talent, which was an exciting and wonderful opportunity and area of the business. Mm -hmm. And then moving into the head of HR, able to leverage a lot of that same skill um, and a lot of those same mindsets, because really you're sort of the beacon or the custodian of culture in the organization. Culture is something that we all create together. Um, but as the head of HR, I do see it as my key accountability to kind of hold that or carry that culture for the organization. Right. So I would say there's lots of great transferable skills and lots of great experience that I had coming into the role that I could leverage. And there are so many surprises, Joel, taking on this role. Uh, and, you know, you talked about or we talked about um the importance of 
of, of words and intentions and mindsets. Uh, and I've always believed that words matter. Uh, I guess what I've learned most taking on this new role and this new challenge is is sort of the scale of the impact that you can have um, okay. as a senior leader in an organization. And, and that words are not always enough to kind of carry your intentions so they have the desired impact. Um, and that sometimes your words are actually far less important than the words of the other people around you. Okay, so tell me, tell me a bit more about that. Like you're saying, you know, words do matter, but yes. it's not the whole picture. Yes, yeah, uh, that's a great way to summarize it. It's definitely not the whole picture. When I think about the successes that I've had and where I've had challenges, um, or where I've had, I guess, the greatest realizations over the course of my career, particularly in this role, is it's actually not so much about me. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, my words have weight in the sense that, you know, I, I have I have influence in the organization and I and and people listen to what I say, which is a little new for me as a mother of teenagers. I don't really get that at home. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, thank you. But above and beyond that, how I listen is so much more meaningful and important to people mm. in terms of the depth of the connection that we can have and how supported they feel by me and my team and the actions that we take. Words are a part of the picture, uh, but they're not the full picture. Yeah, listening is is so important. How has your intentional listening, I guess, is what you've been doing now? So, you know, your words are more intentional, but your listen it sounds like your listening is also becoming more intentional. I'm trying, and you know, I, I, I love to use the expression, Joel, that I'm I'm not a fully baked potato. So I love that. I love <laughs> that. Love that. <laughs> Parboiled, charred around the edges in places, um, but uh, but um, you know, I'm still learning, and I think mm -hmm. I think what I am learning is that uh, you know the best of intentions sometimes end up m missing the mark, and so when I think about carrying the intent around listening, it's mm. really about setting aside my own maybe preconceived notions or my own mindsets or my own assumptions. My own assumptions. Yeah, perfect word. Thank you. My mm -hmm. own assumptions, not attributing those same, those same assumptions to other people. And just right. sometimes holding the space for people to feel fully heard and to have an opportunity to, to say what's on their mind. Yeah, and I think that's uh, as you're saying that. I think probably a lot, a lot of our listeners can relate to that, which is, we we go to a default when we listen, um, and we sort of go for maybe listening for what we want to hear or what uh, maybe reflects our own perspective. Um, and it sounds like in this new role, this is really awakening your 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 new level of listening to listen for what's important to them, and maybe not what's so important to you, but what's important to them. And where the intersect is between those two things. Where the uh, and intersect I, is. Okay. And I think, you know, thinking back on, on sort of my way of working or how I was in my, in my previous roles, um, I'm a very action-oriented person. I'm also a very optimistic person. Right. And, and so, you know, you, you talked a little bit about the, the challenges that Cineplex has undergone through COVID, as many organizations have mm -hmm. uh, and many individuals have. Um, I think that's a, a big lesson or learning for me as well is that that desire or that natural tendency to see the glass as not just 
half full but overflowing and abundant with opportunity and that sort of deep breath take one step forward put one step in front of the other that's my bias that's my natural tendency right. and that that that's not necessarily universally the case and um and that not everyone is ready to put one step forward and so in my effort to show that optimism and to really help people rally and move forward sometimes it's missed the mark because that mm. person like i said wasn't ready to put a step forward and um and, and i wasn't quite meeting them where they were at so so that optimism wasn't always received as empathy right right that sort of uh you know <laughs> the sun will come out tomorrow doesn't always does people don't necessarily want to hear that at that moment no matter how true it is and i yeah. firmly believe that that is true and i firmly i have a tremendous amount of confidence in our business and in our team and in the resilience of our team so right. you know that one foot in front of the other yeah. yields a lot of positive result and positive impact and um you know i think about the difference when we're talking talking about words and words that matter it's the difference in we'll get through this or um versus you know we're all in this together versus we're all experiencing this individually um uh and we're here for each other. Okay, so that's that's a great example. So so often you might hear someone say yeah, we're all in this together and and then it's just making that little switch to uh, we're all individuals in this. Is that how you put it? Yeah, almost that we're mm -hmm. and when I say this I'm thinking specifically of covid, but of course mm -hmm. uh, and the pandemic, but of course it could be any challenge or any adversity that people are experiencing as a group that we're in it first as individuals and that mm -hmm. each of us is experiencing our own set of unique challenges our own That's peaks it. and valleys yeah. yeah and there's a collectivity to it as well that we are experiencing it as individuals with a unique set of experiences but also together collectively so how do we leverage that collective strength and pick each other up when we're in our val in our valleys how do we help each other respond with the resilience and that depth of capability that we all have mm -hmm. um but at the same time recognize that sometimes it's just hard and and meeting someone where they are when it's hard and acknowledging that it's hard is sometimes even more powerful than trying to help some trying to help pick someone up right I'm not sure if that's coming across well it's okay. coming across crystal clear. I mean, this is this is great, Allison. It's, I think all of us, our intentions, for most of us, our intention is to want to do well and to be helpful. <laughs> um, and I think that's what you're saying is we want to be helpful. And the intention here is how can I be most helpful is meeting them where they're at and finding what you can bring, but not necessarily what you can solve. Oh, I love that, Joel. Yeah, that's exactly it. And if I think about maybe the misconceived notion of what my role is, is not to be the hero, not to sweep in and feel like I've got to rescue people or lift people up, um, but to but to meet people where they're at, uh, to hold space for people, to be authentic, to right. uh, and 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 then to help people tap into their own solutions and their own limitless pool of resilience um, and creativity it's it's being a bit more I feel like my role now has evolved to be more coach-like mm. and less less of a solver and more of a facilitator maybe yeah so this is um, talk to me a bit more about because uh, you know as a leader you don't always get that experience to know what 
being a coach means. You feel like a leader, you have responsibilities uh, and you need to see results. Uh, and sometimes it's hard to be patient. So what's the difference when a leader can put on that coach hat? What, what are those qualities? Well, and, and, you know, coach language around it, I think is the most effective way to describe it, Joel. It's, yeah. it's recognizing in everyone that we are each um, creative, resourceful, and whole. So when I'm at my best as a leader is actually not necessarily when I'm solving the problem or offering my own point of view, but when I'm looking at you and recognizing that Joel is a creative, resourceful, and whole person, um, and how I might be able to help you tap into your own set of solutions, your own set of creativity, your own resilience to work through that adversity. If you, if you were my leader, and I was at Cineplex and you said that to me, Allison, I would feel so engaged in wanting to do what it took versus if you said, Joel, here's the five steps you're going to need to do to, get, to resolve this. Well, I'm, you know, like I said, not the fully baked potato, Joel. So it's definitely, <laughs> I am a work in progress. Uh, thank you for saying that. I would be happy to have that effect on anyone. Um, and it's hard because your def my default setting is that action oriented. I'm a process person. So right. what is the X, then Y, then Z? Um, you know, how do we move from here to there? Uh, so, so it does take intent yeah. and it does take what I would describe as moments of pause to to hold the space for people you yeah you mentioned a couple times hold the space and i and i think that's a great example of not rushing to get to the outcome but you know that pause that hold the space where as you said you're you're looking at me as someone who's resourceful creative and as a whole person uh before you start giving me the processes or procedures to sort of to help me but first it's it's about acknowledging where i'm at and if i'm if it's hard for me right now or difficult to put that you know that that foot forward um and for me to allow you to sh for me for me to share that with you before we could start saying here's here's some you know here's some tips here's some techniques here's some tools to help you get there absolutely and you know to be perfectly transparent and, and vulnerable with you. Yeah. I, I don't know that everyone I've encountered over the last year or the last nine months has experienced that version of me. I think there's been so much through the pandemic that HR, that, that HR has worn different hats. There's been so much yeah. that's required process and agility and reinventing things and responding and reacting to the environment around us that, um, that I've found myself in more of an action, um, uh, procedural kind of mindset, more of that old hero mentality sort of seeping in. And, um, you know, I don't know if I've already said it, but we don't need another hero. So trying to just remind myself that, right. um, that that's what serves people best is, is actually to your, you know, exactly what you said, holding the space for people to, to help them inviting people into the solution maybe is another way to say it. So not yeah. only are you creative, resourceful, and whole in working through your own adversity, but how I can invite others into the solution and make sure that I'm being collaborative and that I'm um, giving, giving or opening up the doors for lots of different kinds of voices and perspectives to be heard um, as we work through all of these challenges that we, none of us has ever encountered before. No, no, it's it's brand new. And and Allison, thank you so much for for sharing that. 
um, you know, as listen as leaders and listeners are are thinking, going, oh, she's perfect, and going, it's 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 an ongoing. It's <laughs> as you said, you're not a fully baked potato. Uh, <laughs> it's an ongoing experience to you know, first it starts with the awareness of these moments and sort of c catching these moments and um, and 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 yeah, and to be fair, you you just went into a brand new role during a, a moment that we have never encountered. Um, and so that's, you know, that's absolutely fair, but I love this awareness that's, that's come up about being intentional, I think is really good, um, and holding the space. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. And we're going to go to, if you're ready in a few minutes, we're going to go to your failure ta -da, moment. Uh, but first we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back to talk a little bit more about being intentional and failure. Ta-da. Hi, I'm Joy Newhold, and we'll be right back to our interview. When I started the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company in 2002, I never would have imagined that one day we would have a podcast. So first, I want to thank you for listening and share some really exciting information about our organization with you. For years, we have made our live instructor-led software and soft skills training, consulting and coaching services customizable to meet the unique needs of each client and committed ourselves to a high quality of customer service. This combined to make the learning experience better for the participants and the planning process easier for the organizer. We love helping our clients so much we also develop many additional free resources to help you along the way, and this podcast is just one of them. At greatcanadiantraining.ca, you will find our free monthly webinars, blog articles, and free downloads covering everything from building better dashboards in Excel to navigating difficult conversations and everything in between. So make sure to join us at greatcanadiantraining.ca. But for now, I better let you get back to the podcast. Please enjoy the rest of the interview. All right, welcome back. We're speaking with Allison Dell, head of HR at Cineplex. We're talking about being intentional. We don't need another hero, <laughs> um, and and with the word, the weight that your words carry. Uh, so, uh, but before we go to failure, Tada, is there anything else you want to add to that? Yeah, I'd love to. Thanks, Joel. I'd just like to add the idea of, of kindness because I think mm. we've all been encouraged to practice kindness through the pandemic. Um, and, uh, and I think we're all better, getting better at leading with empathy, leading with kindness, attributing good intentions to the people around us. Um, and, you know, having more tolerance for learning of others than sometimes we do for ourselves. And I know, Joel, that that's a lesson that I'm still learning for myself is to be kind and tolerant of my own growth and, and to recognize that when I'm trying to be coach-like and when I'm trying to hold the space and when I'm trying to listen deeply, inevitably, I'm going to jump into action and I'm going to jump in to solve and I'm going to jump in with my own storytelling. Um, and that's okay that we're, we're all human, myself included. So I may, maybe if I could share that is just to yeah. give, give yourself permission to be human and fallible and growing um, in the same way you would give others around you that same permission. So true. And you know, when you said be kind to yourself, I, I didn't even notice it, but I, I took a deep breath. I was like, oh, I should take a, I should breathe. <laughs> I love uh, that. And that is, that is so important is, um, I love this example that if your uh, friend drops your cell phone and they go, oh, I'm so sorry. You go, oh, it's no problem. No worries. But if you drop your own cell phone, you go, what is your problem? <laughs> you are, you have a major problem. You have a major malfunction. So we're always hardest on ourselves. So I like 
I like the idea of uh, the same way we might be treating em- giving empathy to others to be empathetic towards ourselves. And we play that stuff on a loop, don't we, Joel? Like yeah. For the rest of the day, oh, I'm so stupid. I dropped my phone, and uh, yeah, you know, I can't, I can't keep anything together. <laughs> and how we carry that into all of our next interactions. I think I love that. That's a great analogy. Well, uh, speaking of analogies, let's go now to, if you're ready, Allison, Mm -hmm. to what we like to call failure. Ta-da! And so this is from the world of improvisation where we celebrate failures. And in this case, we're going to be talking about a a moment in your career, in your journey, that may have felt like a failure at the time, but has now become a learning point for you. So if you're ready, if you have a, a, a failure, ta-da story, and at the end, you could say ta-da, and you can even go from ta-da to aha if you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll do my best. I don't know how much time we have for this because there's lots of examples. But... <laughs> oh, well, let's, let's, go with, let's go with the one that feels most relevant for you. Uh, you know, the, the first thing that comes up for me is a recent example where when you talk about from ta-da to aha, this was a big aha for me. And it does kind of harken back to where we started, which is the transition to head of HR and leading senior leaders and how, you know, meeting people where they're at and recognizing how your leadership needs to change and your communication needs to change depending on who you're interacting with and as you as you sort of progress in the organization. Um, and so I had a relatively recent experience with uh, um, uh, someone on my team who was doing a piece of work. We were working on it. We were collaborating on a project together. And they had submitted something to me that wasn't quite what I was looking for. And again, intentions versus impact. My intention was they're very busy. Um, you know, uh, th- this needs to move forward. We're on tight timelines. I don't want to overburden anyone. Um, I, I'm not even clarifying or clearly articulating what it is I'm looking for. I've got a clear picture in my own head. I'll just do it. So they had submitted the work to me and I redid it. And I mm-hmm. thought I was being helpful and rolling up my sleeves and being one of the team. And, um, and they taught me that the, that, that experience, how that felt to them was that I didn't trust them. That as a senior leader in the organization, they were capable of getting the work where it needed to go had I given them the coaching, the feedback, and held the space for them to do it. And instead, uh, I sort of rushed in to to save it. Um, Again, best of intentions, totally different impact. Well, you, ta-da. you yeah, ta-da, ta-da. and aha, brilliant. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you thought your job was to save people. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? This is this is a that's a great failure. I mean, thank you for sharing that. Not that it's a great failure, but it's a great example of what how we started this episode, which was um, it's not just words uh, that actions also have uh, have to, we have to be intentional with our actions. Um, and as you just said before, it's about recognizing these moments. Uh, it sounded like this was a moment to recognize that this was a, an opportunity for growth versus trying to solve it. Yes. And so grateful to that person for having had the courage yeah. uh, and the confidence to provide the feedback to me because uh, there was a real gift in that for me um, yeah. that really helped to highlight how I needed to flex and adapt, adapt to my new role and my new team and um, honor their capabilities. Yeah, I totally miss that great point of view that it's it's because, you know, that person had the courage to actually say, 
Allison <laughs> and tell you how they felt and what that what that experience felt like for them that that was actually yeah that was a, a learning and and what didn't feel like a failure felt like a failure at that moment but actually became a a real learning and and I guess probably the relationship with you and that person is even stronger now because that that person had the courage to share with you absolutely yeah absolutely Great example. So thank you so much, Allison. And thank you again for being a guest on the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast. Uh, now, uh, pro I'm sure people would love to know how we can find out more about Allison or maybe get in touch with Allison. So what's the best way to, uh, to reach out to you if anyone has any questions? I'm on LinkedIn. Happy to make connections that way. That's probably the easiest and most effective way to reach me, Joel. Thank you so much for having me. This was, this was a real treat. Perfect. Absolutely. And speaking of treats, I'm looking forward to going back to the movies. We can't wait to see you there. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, Allison. And now it's time for our three stars, No Trois Etoiles. These are the three takeaways from today's episode that you can start to put into practice. Number one, word choice. What is your intention? Be aware of how your words can match the intention. For example, we heard today, we're in this together. Right, which is general. But if you want to be more specific and really be clear about what your intention is, you might say something like, uh, we recognize that we're all first individuals with a unique set of perspectives and we're here to support you. Number two, we don't need another hero. Put on your coach's hat. Heroes, well, they definitely save people. Coaches, now they recognize that individuals are resourceful and they want to help them tap into that to help them solve their own problems. Number three, hold the space. In other words, meet them where they're at. It's so easy for us to say certain things or just want to jump in and, and rescue, such as finishing the PowerPoint or just say, hey, you're going to be okay. Well, it's even better. Take a pause. Meet them where they're at. What's important to them? And find that space in the middle. So, what's the next step? Well, if you're not sure where you can apply these three stars in business or maybe even in life, try this. Don't try to be a fully baked potato. As Allison said, don't be so hard on yourself. Don't try to be everything to all. You can and make, will make mistakes. So be kind to yourself and be empathetic to yourself like you would be empathetic to a friend. Enjoy. Thank you for joining us in our search for what makes a great communicator. If you enjoyed the show, then please leave a rating or review. Even better, subscribe to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast and make sure you don't miss another episode. Let's stay connected. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram at GCT underscore CompUEs. And if you'd like more information, free resources or class schedules on everything from software to soft skills training, consulting, 